0: You are listening to the Shot Caller Podcast with Casey Diaz and Joel Needler. You can find us online at uh, Casey Diaz Author on Facebook, uh, The Shot Caller Book on Instagram, and on Twitter at the Shot Caller BK. That's at the Shot Caller BK. You can also find us at CaseyDiaz.net and send an email to info at CaseyDiaz.net. That's info at CaseyDiaz.net. How, how have you guys been doing with this coronavirus craziness and, and being locked down at the house?
1: Um, we're pretty much running in, uh, running out of uh, dumb things to do around the house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a second. What kind of dumb things were you doing?
1: It's just dumb things, you know. You, you kind of like just get creative. Listen, <laughs> yeah. so long as I don't start seeing ducks in my house.
0: <laughs> yeah, really, really. I'm good, bro. <laughs> good, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, but, so, but you guys were having like Monopoly tournaments, right? I mean, we were pretty serious for a while.
1: It was, hey, man, let, let's just say, uh, you know, it was a house divided. Uh, okay. it, it was a house divided throughout the Monopoly uh, challenges.
0: I, I got to say, you got a lot of A type A personalities in your family, man. I can't think of anybody <laughs> in your family who would want to lose. No. If someone else <laughs> win. It's like. You all will fight to the death. <laughs> we will fight, fight to
1: the death. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, with Monopoly, is, I don't know about how everybody else yeah. plays, but, you know, I've noticed that in my household when we play that, it, they just make up rules, uh, Joe. They just make <laughs> up rules, bro. Up.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And, and then they yeah. start teaming up on, you know, on whoever's winning, which usually yeah. that would be me. Not it to happens. brag or anything, but you know uh, that's uh, <laughs> so it gets very competitive around the house. Yeah.
0: So so then at the end of the day, who who was winning? It was. So the first round, <laughs> the first round,
1: I took it. Uh, uh, you know, and everybody was very upset that I took was, it. Was,
0: was there a celebration of any kind?
1: Uh, just me. It was a one-man party because <laughs> everybody hated my guts for for winning. <laughs> and you know, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that I think that. As soon as you become prideful, I mean, in anything, especially oh, in Monopoly, it's
0: over. Oh, it's
1: over, man. So the next time we played, you know, I'm over here talking smack. Uh, I'm just oh, talking smack.
0: No. So you walked into the next game. I walked into the next lie. game.
1: Oh yeah, man, just own puffed up. Yeah, you know, and and uh, right
0: away, here I come.
1: Oh yeah, but, yeah, that's that's me. You know, that's that's my house kind of thing, and <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and lo and behold, I was the first one to lose. <laughs> So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But yeah, you know, a lot of board games uh, and then, um, you know, just getting creative, doing silly things around the house and trying to get everybody, you know, entertained. Um, And I think we're in like argument number 89 or something like that with my wife. (laughs) But we're both still breathing, so we're good.
0: I know. (laughs) Um, So. So let me ask you guys have been busy on on social media. You filmed a, a couple of funny videos and TikTok and are you are you on TikTok? I think you are, right?
1: I gave in, man. I gave are, in. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, I joined um I, I I'm 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 just, you know.
0: You're in. Okay. I'm
1: in, yeah. bro, with twenty seven followers, bro.
0: Nice. Yeah. It's yeah, like any it, real dad. That's about all you're gonna get. <laughs> okay. Once the dad's joined, then the kids know it's all over and they develop. Some new app, you know, so we can't find them all over again.
1: That's what it is. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I think I came in the back end of this, and this is why <laughs>
0: That's you know, right, yeah. I only have 27 it's probably followers. been underground for like two years, and we just found out
1: probably, but uh,
0: that seems to be the biggest um, uh, new app out there. Everybody's talking about it,
1: way. is man. Uh, uh, just you know, the we know some pretty influential um, uh, young adults that are on there. That um, there's yeah. one, well, there's actually three guys that come to our church. And um, uh, all of them have uh, over nine million followers. It's crazy. Serious? Yeah. Just yeah.
0: locally, right there. Wow.
1: Yeah, they, they, and you know, we met them at church. Um,
0: nine million.
1: <laughs> that's the that's like the the low end one has nine million, <laughs> and the other one has like fifteen or seventeen Seriously? million. Yeah. So you know, they I, I I I'm assuming they get paid for. I I don't ask those kind and of questions.
0: Like they I mean.
1: 14 they, million, something like that.
0: No, I mean, they're like 14 years old. Or oh, no, no, no. People? They're,
1: they're okay. like, uh, I think one's 19 and the other one's 21, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, wow, you know, it's just yeah. amazing. Uh, it, it's incredible how, you know, and the videos uh, are just normal. <laughs> what gets me about uh, so, yeah, this TikTok just... thing is like, there's one guy, there's a, several guys that are doing this. And they just like get a bunch of food and uh-huh. all they're saying is taco. Uh, you know, hamburgers, (laughs) they got about 5 million followers. How is that possible? And how is that entertainment? I, I, it just blows my my mind, man. I know.
0: Well, I remember when I was there visiting with you and, and Jacob and I think Mia were talking about some silly YouTube video of somebody simply opening up rappers and just the sound of the rapper opening. It was interesting to millions of young people. Okay.
1: Like my son, he comes up to me. I think it was a a few days ago, and he says to me, he says, Dad, uh, can we go to Trader Joe's? (laughs) Like, what 11-year-old goes, (laughs) hey, uh, (laughs) are we we going to Trader Joe's anytime soon? I uh, looked at him. I said, what do you want to go to Trader Joe's for? I just got some things I need to get.
0: <laughs> He's not even going to tell you.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, like things like what? Uh, and he goes, You'll see when we get there. Right. And so I'm like, boy. No, I, I want to know. Like, I- I'm-, I'm not going to be throwing away money, dude. Like, he goes, Dad, you don't understand. This is huge right now. Right. And he wants a honeycomb. He wants to buy a honeycomb because that's the latest and greatest fad right now on, on-, on-, on TikTok and YouTube videos. Really? And they get a honeycomb. honeycomb and they go as close as possible to the mic, and they chew the honeycomb.
0: Yeah, gosh. Wow. <laughs> 10 million followers, Joel. How? Dude, we're in the wrong business. Man. We're in the wrong business, dude. <laughs> we're doing something wrong. I don't
1: know what it is. <laughs> it ain't chewing on honeycomb. That, that's for sure.
0: Yes, you took a whole lot of time to write a book when really all they wanted was you to chew a honeycomb.
1: You know? Yeah, man. We could have <laughs> took a shortcut here, man. <laughs> but yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh,
0: well, but, speaking of the book, man, how's it going? You still getting good feedback uh, on the book? And-
1: we're, we're still getting good feedback. You know, there's a, um, uh, people are still doing reviews. Um, uh, you know, uh, it, it, e- emails. I'm still getting, uh, yeah. which is the surprising thing is that I'm still getting, um, uh, to this day, I'm still getting, uh, invitations for, uh, speaking engagements. Nice. And for 2021, oh, <laughs> which is, wow. yeah, uh, I've gotten, I'd say a good, you know, handful of them. Yeah. Um, that I got one yesterday again, I think I got two of them yesterday. Yeah. But so, you That's know, I, yeah, uh, it's going well. And I think, um, keeping on that uh, social media feed and, and, and yeah. sharing, uh, oh, and, and
0: being in touch with people. They they like to hear from you too. And know that, you know, you're a real person, but look, from my perspective, watching the book continue to grow on Amazon and you continue to get new reviews. And, you know, you and I talked a little bit about this, but for a lot of authors, dude, it, you get three to six months and that's about it of attention, you know, Wow. Uh, but yours is, is continuing to grow, which is great. So, um, yeah, and then also wanted to ask you how some recent trips have gone. I mean, it's been a while since we've talked, but uh, you've been where to Virginia and Colorado and, and many other places. So do you mind if we kind of revisit some of that? For, sure. For yeah, we Absolutely. And, and then um, also we can talk about some of the folks we have lined up. Uh, to interview. I know we keep promising that, but no, we, re- we really do. <laughs> We've got a few. Uh, why don't we start there, actually? Why don't you just mention some of uh, the folks you've been in touch with who would love to be on the podcast in the LA area?
1: Well, we have, um, we have uh, uh, some very interesting folks that have befriended me, um, and I've bef- befriended them. It- it's just been a great, um, you know, encountering uh, their lives yeah sit yeah. down with them and and you know having a meal with uh folks that I would have never thought I'd ever sit down with you know and have a meal with Without um, handcuffs without <laughs> handcuffs and chains and so um we have a lieutenant um who is who happens to be my f- best friend's um um uh, former supervisor she just re- retired from yeah. uh from LPD and she's a very well known uh, uh, lady uh Uh, by LAPD and her, you know, and the community at large, really nice lady. Uh, So she's going to join us and she uh, was in law enforcement for, I believe 30 years. I'm not not sure. Yeah. So she's been in it for a a while. Yeah. um, So she has some interesting stories that she's going to share with us. Um, She's going to share her life, uh, her career. Um, She uh, worked Rampart, at the same time when I was uh, doing my mess wow. out there, uh, so that's going to be interesting yeah, to talk yeah. about you know um so she went through all okay uh, i mean uh, some some pretty uh, crazy crazy times in Los Angeles uh, for sure and then we have um uh, uh, a sergeant uh, from beaumont uh p d she's going to join us Beaumont Texas? Uh, no Beaumont uh, California. Oh uh, where's that is it uh it's by Reliance. Am I saying okay. it wrong? Maybe it's a. Uh,
0: you mean like uh, San Bernardino?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, out there. And so yeah, she's, yeah. she's, uh, she's joining us. Um, <laughs> and she's been in the in law enforcement for 22 years. Okay. Um, so she's got some, some incredible uh, uh, stuff that she's going to be, uh, you know, uh, yeah. letting us in. Um, uh, yeah. She, she used to work for Redlands PD um, yeah. and then made the switch. Uh, okay. And then, then we have, um, an FBI guy, uh, who will be, uh, joining us. And he has, uh, man, he's got more stories than highway patrol. This guy, uh, <laughs> this guy, uh, was, uh, known for capturing some of the most famous, uh, bank robber- robbers of our time. Um, you know, no it, way. yes. Yeah. So that was, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, he, he's retired, so he's going to be sharing some really cool stuff with with us on that yes. end. Yeah, yeah. Um, he actually wanted to come in uh, if at some point he would be in the Los Angeles area. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's very tough right now, and you know yeah, with everything know. that's going on. But you know we'll we'll have him uh, on uh, on our podcast, and let's do it. Yeah, man. We'll probably so we have a
0: couple podcasts with him then. You know, yeah, absolutely. Lots of stories. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we have uh, and then several other law enforcement guys, uh, sheriff's department that are yeah. going to join us yeah. uh, and some other LAPD guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so I I think our listeners are going to be really uh, you know with their ear to their uh, <laughs> to their speakers uh, and just uh, enjoying the conversations yeah, that we're having. Yeah, and,
0: and it's pretty cool that a guy like you, you know, thirty years later, is able to sit down and enjoy some time with these guys, you know. So um, yeah. Anyway, that's fun. So tell me, dude, what what was going on out in Virginia? I think that was probably. <coughs> that January or was that December when did you go to Virginia
1: I think that was January Okay yeah I think it was January um
0: and That was like a writers conference
1: That was a writers conference and we um uh it, it was, I was on the same lineup uh, as uh Mary, Mary Ann, uh who uh, has a uh, nonprofit organization for uh you know she lost her her, her, her uh, deputy son uh to an illegal that was uh, driving drunk and um, he was on his way home, had just completed his shift. And uh, unfortunately, uh, he lost his life there. And so she is, uh, you know, um, just a, a big figure and a, a sad story that she has turned yeah. into triumph um, yeah. uh, through this. Um, so she was on the lineup with me as well as um, the former director of ICE. Uh, he was with, with me as well. I actually spoke right after him. Um, yeah. so I got to meet him, uh, Tom Holman. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, got some pictures with him, a re- really nice guy. Um, so we talked about, you know, um, uh, my, my part was, uh, gangs at the border and how, uh, uh you know, the United States needs to really look at, or, or the American people really look at the safety of, of Americans here on this side. Uh, because, you know, unfortunately not everybody that's coming over here, Uh, is coming here to, to work and, 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 you know, build a dream. And and, and then the other thing is, you know, uh, there's a, there's, there's a right way to come coming in here. And I think uh, a lot of people, you know, there's nothing racist about that. I I just don't, I I don't see how that is, is racist. I mean, we get in lines at grocery stores, you know, and if somebody cuts in front of us, we have problems. Everybody on the line is going to have a problem. So, um I, I mean that's that's the kind of thing and and then you have folks that want to come in here for all the wrong reasons and um yeah. you know there's sex trafficking is huge now uh uh in those uh in those fields and uh of course the drug um epidemic that uh, or, or that's constantly uh, affecting uh the borders of Arizona California and, you know it, it's it, it's something that we need to look at so i but I went there and and shared my views on that. It was um uh, it was a very private um meeting. Uh, yeah. there was about two hundred of us in there, uh, mostly conservative. There was uh, a few um uh, uh, you know um, uh, left leaning uh, uh, people there, but for the most part, it was all con- uh, Republican cons- conservative uh, groups that uh, meet every year there. So it, it was very very interesting to be and. By the way, it was my first time going without you guys, uh, without you and Michael Pyatt or one or the other. Um, yeah. So this was my first ride-along just solo. Um, and, and it, you know, I, I had fun meeting all the new people, and, and but there's something about when all three of us go or just two of us go, it, it just makes it more fun. But, yeah. you know, so, you know, I, I got to be a big boy now, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it had to be a big honor, though, to go and and be included and and meet all those folks. It had to be fun.
1: It it really was. It really was.
0: And so then uh, you and I tracked down a professor at the University of Colorado. (coughs) Um, I think he had written... uh, an article uh, for the Wall Street Journal about solitary confinement. And this is something that he has studied for a long time. And actually, he came from Central California. And I think his brothers or someone in his family had been in gang, so he was very familiar. But he's now like a professor at a prestigious university so we reached out to him with your book and we had a few conversations. He was really nice and he invited you out, dude. So tell us what was that like? And who did you take? Who did you take on this trip?
1: <laughs> I actually took my wife, man, uh, on this one. Yeah. Uh one because uh, you know, uh I thought, you know, my, my last one was uh um going to Virginia by myself.
0: Yeah, it's and of boring. uh boring, yeah.
1: It's kinda boring. <laughs> the flight to and fro was, you know, but
0: Careful. <laughs> Careful. I thought about know. the flights, okay? <laughs> That's still a sore spot, all right? Oh, plane In 57D, oh, oh. yeah. behind the curtain, <laughs> in the back. <laughs> while you guys are sitting up there with these plates, being <laughs> served a buffet, I'm getting, okay. I'm to...
1: let, let, let me chime you guys in on what actually happened here. That. <laughs> we fly out of Burbank. Oh no no we we join you in Tennessee is what what it was right?
0: We where did we connect?
1: Where did we con- we connected somewhere?
0: No no we went to LAX we drove we got up early went to LAX that morning it was a big bird it was a big plane it okay was direct to
1: that's uh, right it was switching. direct yeah. yeah yeah so we head out and <laughs> I'm tripping out that you know Joe is not sitting anywhere near us and I didn't ask but I just thought okay well he'll probably be like two seats maybe yeah, three rows behind us
0: was like a football field behind yeah.
1: <laughs> and and we're sitting me and uh and uh, Pyatt, uh my business partner is sitting next to me and you know and and we have these big old seats man these things are huge you know and then there's a screen in front of you i'm just like wow this is this is gonna be a nice flight and uh, yeah you know, food comes around and, and and it's a big like a full meal so i'm going wow this is cool like I, you know i'm used to the peanuts and the the, yeah. the the pretzels, you know? Uh and when we board off, we're waiting for Joe to, to come out and we, we we're just out there just waiting for Joe to come. And it seemed like the whole <laughs> plane emptied out and <laughs> the pilot came out and we're like How are they going to leave Joel in there? I mean, the pilot's already out for it. (laughs) You know, everybody's out. And finally, here comes comes Joel. And he said, the first thing he says is, this guy's hungry? Because, man, I'm hungry, right? And I'm going, why is he hungry? In my head, I'm thinking, why is Joel hungry? And the thinking the same thing. And I said, well, well, how come you didn't eat uh, on the plane? And he says, what do you mean talking about you did eat? And I said, dude, we had like seconds, bro. Like they served us a whole meal and then came around again and then plus the snacks. And then I looked at oh, and I thought, here's no. the opportunity. Cause I saw your face, like, just like your whole countenance, just like, are you guys pulling my leg? And we weren't, we actually did eat a full course meal. And I just looked at the opportunity and I said, you mean to tell me you didn't get any Cinnabons? <laughs> No, it was, it was. It, you had to be there, people. It, it was awesome. I mean, it was no, bad awesome. for Joel. Wasn't that awesome? But. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so, this time you take your your wife as your buddy, your traveling buddy, and you no. guys go to Colorado.
1: Yeah, we went to Colorado yeah. um, to the University of Colorado in um, uh, um, Boulder, Colorado. Old, and yeah. it, it, it was, man, we got there at night. <laughs> well, it was like six or seven, but it was dark already. And um, so we, you really can't see your surrounding. It was that pitch black, you know, uh, out on those roads. And in the morning, man, when we woke up and we didn't notice that we were surrounded by just white yeah. mountains all over us, man. Yeah. It was so pi- picturesque. And so we, you know, we enjoyed our time there. We spent um, a, a great amount of time inside the classroom speaking with. Um,
0: yeah. Talk uh, about that. Talk about walking into that classroom. What was that like for you? What were you expecting? It,
1: it, it was, um, you know, I, I didn't, you, you don't know what to expect when you're walking into a, a, a an actual classroom, right. um, especially with full of seniors, uh, a senior class. Um, and we walk in there. It's packed, man. I mean, it's, it's packed. They had invited, um, some, uh, uh outside, um, um, uh, sources like outreaches, uh, gang intervention, uh, people that were there, uh, from as uh, yeah. Denver. From Denver. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, they, they were there and, um, it was great to, to meet them and what captured me, and I wish I would have recorded this. I wish I would have like really had a camera at least, uh, to take that picture because I asked a question, I said, you know, uh, how many have you, how many of you have read um, my book, uh, The Shot Caller? And when I said that every hand in that room, Joel, I mean, they just like, they just grabbed it and boom, yeah. and boom you know? And we I didn't thought, know
0: that. We didn't, well, I didn't know that.
1: I, I didn't know it. that at all. That's why I got yeah. like, to me, when I saw those hands, it was, yeah. it was a trip, you know, like, wow, man, these people. And then I come to find out that for three months they've been studying this book.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow.
1: And so there's notes on all of their books. Uh, you know, there's questions. All, I mean, it's like, you know how you know, I'm sure your Bible is the same as mine, where it's just full of notes. Yeah.
0: yeah. It,
1: that's how their, their book looked like. It was just filled with notes. Yeah. And, and uh, that, that was a, a very uh, interesting moment that, that I had with that classroom. Uh, we opened it up with uh, some Q&A, you know, and um, uh, some interesting uh, questions came out. Uh, they wanted my my intake on um, on the death penalty, on soli- solitary confinement, sure. on prison reform. So uh, I had quite a, quite a lot to say about those uh, issues, and um, I think that a, a lot of them um, were pretty surprised by my by my stance and and my answers. Um, you know, I I don't tend to play the victim mentality. Uh, you know. You you reap what you sow. I mean, that's just plain and simple in life. You know you.
0: What do you, What do you mean by that? You mean some of those guys in solitary deserve to be there, right? I mean, yeah, like there I, for I, a reason.
1: Absolutely, I think every single one of us. Um, you know, I remember one time. Uh, this is early on when I had just got um, uh, captured, arrested, and we were in this place called the um, the Glass House. It's it's called the Parker Center, is what it is. And there's no, there's no glass in there at all. It's just called the glass house. But it's a, right, it's a holding. Uh, this is when you're, where you get interviewed and also where you get held before you end up going to Men's Central Jail in downtown Los Angeles. And I remember this one guy. Um, it was probably his first time ever getting busted or something. And uh, he's screaming, man. He's, he's yelling, you know. And, and he says, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And he's like, you know, he's getting everybody irritated in there by his constant yelling and crying and bickering about him being there. And I remember this one deputy, he says, he yells out, he says, as soon as we find out who did it, you're all going home. <laughs> you know? And we all laughed, you know, we all laughed. Because <laughs> we all knew that, you know, every single one of us was guilty, man. You know, um, yeah. you know for the most part, I mean, the, I think the percentage of uh, people that are in there and they're actually innocent, is at a very, very uh, minimum, uh, very low uh, number, right? I
0: think. Yeah, I mean, by the time you reach solitary confinement or you qualify for that, it means you have skipped over the county jail, <laughs> the local general population prison. You know, I mean, how many rungs are there before they determine that you deserve to be there? Exactly. Now, so the, the current debate, though, is... Is it cruel and unusual punishment? Do you leave them in there for 20 years? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like how long should these guys stay in there?
1: Well, I think, I think one of the things that, that um, you know, uh, the, the shoe program or solitary confinement anywhere, it, it's a form of, of punishment. It, and it's not um, aimed at rehabilitation. That's not, which, that's not the goal in there. The goal is, is there, you're just a nuisance in there. To the point where even general population is not you're not fit for that kind of environment, and that's amongst other murders you know um, robbers and who else is in there for whatever kidnappers yeah. and that are serving large sentences so by the time you get to the shoe you you've done some things you know that that has, that has deemed you extremely dangerous to even general population so um, I, I think you know for the most part everything everybody that that says that that has been there uh, can easily say, I can see why I was put in here, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think um, perhaps uh, I think that if it would have been done in a way to maybe put some kind of thing in in place where rehabilitation is actually, you know, a goal in solitary uh, to where your, your mind is still moving and it's, it's being used for something good yeah. especially since you're going to only you're going to be there for 23 hours of a day
0: yeah so i think it's like, it's, like if yeah, they gave you reading material or books or things or, or what do you,
1: uh, yeah what some kind of maybe a, a schooling or some kind of counseling while you're in there counseling. Yeah, i, I, I think something like
0: they talk about your brain plays tricks on you and you can oh, yeah like, go crazy i mean and you talk about that in the book and in interviews and um so, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted
1: yeah, you. Uh, no, no, but but I think that, you know, that would have helped back then. Um, I, I think um, that would have probably um, changed the minds uh, of some, some some of the guys in there. I know that um, for me, I mean, you know, for those of you that know my story, for me, it was the gospel that, that changed my heart um, by, you know, a, a ministry that decided to, you know, go in there and spend a few minutes with, with the guys in there, you know, uh, things like that are so helpful and so underestimated. Um, but they work, yeah. man. And, and um, I think, yeah, you know, th- it's needed. Um,
0: so, so back to the classroom at the university of Colorado, what was the tone of the questions from the kids uh, that they were asking you? What were their thoughts on, or if, if they expressed any on solitary and prison life?
1: Um, one of the, and I think, um, I, one thing it was, they were very respectful and and I really appreciate that. Um, they were very respectful, even though, uh, you know, I think some of the, the questions were coming from a, from a, a concern or maybe from a different perspective than mine. Um, uh, but I, I welcome them because I think that when you're an adult, there should be dialogue you know, it, it, I could disagree with you and still, we can still remain civil. You know, that's it's hard to
0: do today, but I, I hear that's hard to saying.
1: do. But I mean, th- uh, hello, welcome to adulting. You know, right. <laughs> that's what adults should be able to do. Uh, you, you know, right. and um, unfortunately we have a lot of, uh, you know, people that, you know, kind of do that in the media to stir the pot. But uh, right. back to this classroom, uh, even though those questions uh, uh, might have came in from a, you know, a different point of view of mine, I welcomed them and I answered them the way, you know, only I would understand. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And and I told them from the, from the beginning, I said, you know, uh, you're going to hear something that some of the things that I'm going to say that are going to be maybe controversial. Maybe you might not agree with what I'm going to say. I said, but until you've been there yourselves, until you've been in an environment, of hungry wolves, you know, and apex predators, then you really can't say nothing. Yeah. You're just an outsider looking in or studying a book or, you know, looking through Google and try to, trying to make a paper about solitary. And you really can't, your point is really invalid in, unless you've been there yourselves and you see how threatening of an environment this really is. So, uh, after I said that, I think that's kind of like – kind of set the stage for them to go, okay, let's hear what this guy has to say. And, yeah. um, and, and it was very interesting. Uh, you know, one of them was, um, how do I feel about the death penalty? And, uh, you know, I, I went back to the same uh, 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 statement that I made that, you know, unless you lost someone, a loved one that's, you know, a family member, um, a close friend – to um, a violent crime, I mean, uh, <laughs> you really can't say anything. You know, uh, these people have lost um, family members and and, um, and and friends to extreme violent crimes, and that's why they, you know, they're, they're being sent to, you know, um, to, to San Quentin, uh, to death row or wherever uh, death row is in their state. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think when you, uh, for, uh, I find it a little bit easier for me to answer those type of questions because I've been there, um, and so sure. you know, yeah, uh, and, right. and, and and so it's just my personal actual view of uh, of these kind of environments. But it was great, man. Uh, um, you know, uh, a lot of, of, uh, I mean, a lot of that class, and it was packed, man. Um, came down after the the, the my my speaking. And you know, wanted their book signed. Uh, just yeah, came yeah. and shake my hand. Some yeah. gave me hugs. Um, there was one uh, gentleman that um, that is uh, he's, he wants to go into law enforcement. And he came up to me and he says, uh, so there was like about I think it was three or four of them that were all interested in law enforcement, and they were there in this classroom. And he said to me, he says, and I remember this. He said, "What would you suggest?" How, how should I deal with youth or teens or young adults when I, you know, come across this kind of a, uh, a person, you know, especially the young? Uh, how should I handle these, these guys, uh, you know, in, in the case I'm, uh, you know, when I'm arresting somebody, what do I tell them that could help them? Yeah. And I said, you know, if you really want to help somebody, be you, like just be you. Let whatever is in your heart, like pour onto this kid, because I'll tell you this, you know, if these kids that have grown up in in, uh, in um, you know environments where the drugs and the gangs are, are just that's what they see on the day in it's, day out, just, yeah, that's next. their life.
0: Yeah,
1: um, they're gonna read you like a book if if you're trying to be someone that you're not. So yeah. if you're pretending to care, but that's not really coming out of your heart, man, they're going to read it and they're not going to buy it. So the best thing is just be you, you know, it, just be you and, and give them, you know, hope, let them know that, you know, you're doing this because this is your job and they've, you know, committed a crime, but yeah. if they want help and if you're extending that help to them, actually follow up with that, that is going to mean a whole lot to a young boy that's in either in drugs or in a, in a, in a gang situation. You
0: know, that's awesome, so, man. Yeah, it was, was great, man. Being, he was just being transparent with you, asking a real question. It's yeah. going to be hard to know that you're going to go into law enforcement and, and encounter gangs. And of course, they're going to have to take care of business. But he's he's just asking, how do I treat them as human beings? You know, how do I? how do I yeah.
1: treat Yeah. And he was a believer, so we, that that was pretty cool, you know. Uh, um, oh, I, I think cool. yeah. I think this whole little group was actually believers because, they, you know, it was uh, you know it's a blessing to have you here. Those kind of words, you know, that you yeah, catch yeah. as as a Christian, you go, all right, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, not yeah. normal from a normal person, you know. <laughs> so, but I, I think that they were either um, uh, buddies in maybe church, and they all uh, uh, are in yeah. this classroom, and you know, yeah. whatever that case may be. But I was. Very impressed by these guys. All right,
0: now let's let's cut to the chase here—the the important stuff—and that is, did your wife get to do any shopping in Boulder? Oh right.
1: man, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, you know, uh, it was good that it was freezing cold, <laughs> and she doesn't like the cold, so that was cool. Uh, but she loves the snow, so uh, it, it was a you know a fifty-fifty chance that. We ended up getting, you know, uh, something there or not, whatever it was. But we we, we, we didn't do, like, shopping, shopping. Uh, we actually went to eat and um, spent some time, um, you know, scouting out the area. We decided that after the classroom, we were just going to get go for a walk, not knowing where we were at. And I thought – I didn't think that this school was, like, that big, you know. Cause I got dropped off and, and I just saw one of the buildings. So I'm going, all right, well, let's just go take a walk. And we took a walk, man, dude, what a beautiful place to be. Just, just beautiful, man. We walked and uh, just, we didn't know where we were at. We just kept walking. And, we found, you know, we asked uh, locals, you know, where's a good place to go and kind of like hang out. And they told us about a little place uh, by the school, not too far from there. And mm-hmm. and the school itself, man. I mean, they have this this God-made like I don't know if it was a river or a creek, whatever it was, that runs through the school, and yeah. just man, dude. Uh, I mean, it, it's it looked like USC in Colorado, just right. but okay. super sized, just yeah. huge. You know, it it was a great time, man. Um, awesome, yeah. And Witness our great. waiter, and uh, that was really cool, you
0: know.
1: Yeah, yeah, so you know, it, it was good, man. Very good, good,
0: okay. And and then, uh, Arizona, I believe, was next on tap.
1: Yeah, they uh, were
0: invited by a, a church,
1: by a church, yes. Um, they, they reached out to me, uh, and they, this is a funny church. Uh, this is a really cool, really cool church. They had been wanting me to go there for like I don't know, like nine months, right after the book came out or something like that. Uh, They read the book and the pastor was like after, you know, this me going over there. And, you know, in the beginning of last year, man, man, we had invitations like just, it was nuts. It was like, there was no way I could catch up to to the emails. So, you know, I, I try to like, you know, try to look for which ones I'd miss or something like that. And, and so somehow I just kept skipping over his over and over. And to the point where he had someone trace me, uh, I, I guess, I, I went to speak at a church here in California and, um, I posted the, uh, the church name and everything. They contacted the church there where I went to speak, got a hold of that pastor. <laughs> and that pastor calls me cause he had my phone number. He says, Hey, uh, there's a pastor in Arizona that they really want to, you know, fly you out there. Um, what do you think? Um, you know, should I give him your phone number? I said, you know what? Uh, what's the name of the church? And when he told me that, I went, oh, that's the church that, that that's been really wanting, you know, to get a <laughs> oh, hold of. trying me.
0: to get a hold of me. Oh, <laughs> sorry, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we went, and uh, uh, great church, man. Pastor Mike uh, uh, of Bethany uh, Bible in Phoenix, Arizona. We went there, spent a few days with them. Uh, uh, we did, I did three services there, um, and just had a phenomenal time uh, with them. And just you know, the people that I'm getting to meet along the, this way, yeah, yeah. It, it's just been incredible, man. I, I think that's the the the, the most um, uh, really cool. Yeah. yeah, that's the fun part of it is just meeting just authentic people that either were intrigued by the story read the book or yeah, an interview the
0: testament man god's using you your story um to touch a lot of people in a lot of different categories you know it's meaning men women rich poor white black you know it doesn't matter um yeah. because you were willing to be open and transparent and i got i got to give a shout out to yorkie too and he he did a great job with you yeah, the writer, you know, up with you to tell um, I think he did a great job too, but, um, yeah, but ultimately it's, it's the Lord using you an unsuspecting, you know, guy in prison <laughs> and here you are, you know, 20 something years later. So yeah, man, That's I awesome, dude. And, and then lastly, you had one, one other church in Florida that really went over the top for you. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, that one was um, – that one that wasn't like um, – I didn't know that they were going to go all out like this. Um, they had reached out to me as well, and they wanted me to um, fly out there. Um, I think my schedule was a little bit, like, um, kind of crazy at that time. Um, mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to go there uh, personally. So they ended up doing – and there's uh, this video that they put up uh, on YouTube. And I don't know if it's Calvary Chapel – all Calvary Chapel or all Calvary Chapel in Florida, not sure how that was, but what they did was <coughs> on a Sunday, they actually shut down um, hope at ministry and they played the Eric Metaxas interview that me and you went to New York with uh, for and um,
0: wow. so, so that was the church service just the that
1: end. was the church service yeah they put, put it up on their ah, screens and yeah. played my testimony Wow, and then he encouraged. Everyone right on the spot to buy the book and so uh there was a lot of uh, several thousand yeah. books that were sold um, there were so many uh uh just massive amount of emails and people reaching out to me and um, social media on, on, Yeah, you know they were there at the service all the testimony um, and then they also have a um, they also have a uh, prison ministry and they put Two thousand books in an entire prison there, uh, in oh, Florida. No way. They yeah.
0: donated two thousand books to the prison.
1: Uh, uh, this church ended up uh, working out some kind of deal with um, Harper Collins, in which they ended up buying um, uh, over, I think, two thousand or a little over two thousand books, and um, walking them in right into the prison. And this happened
0: wow.
1: like um, I think I want to say like a week prior to like the the quarantine and everything. So uh, it was very it was what a perfect timing for these guys yeah, to get their hands to on this book, you know, and, and, you know, and enjoy it. And hopefully I, I'm, I'm like at the edge of my seat wanting to, to know how many of these guys ended up reading it and coming to Christ. That's,
0: yeah.
1: I, I'm so like, uh, uh, looking forward to hearing, uh, you know, news of that. Um, uh, but yeah, so this Florida church went all out, man. And, uh, I was, uh, going to be flying out to, to them in, um, uh, to Melbourne, Florida uh, in May. Uh, but I know that you know, because of all this, uh, uh, that might change and it'd probably be yeah. a later time uh, to go visit them and say thank you. Sure, yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> hey, um, you know, we should wrap up soon, but I do want to hit a couple other things. One is you have started a church from what I understand. Uh, you want to give an update on that?
1: Yeah, we, we started a church um, a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, no building, no nothing. I had just stepped down from, uh, um, from worship walk here in uh, Burbank, yeah, yeah uh, which is a great people yeah. um, from a four-square church. And so I stepped down, and, and now um, we launched uh, 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 this church, and, and then this happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's been online. Uh, we do them through Zoom. And, um, you know, we got a little handful of people that are uh, uh, enjoying the time that we have we have a midweek service uh, at 7 p.m. and then we have a, uh, a Sunday morning service at 10:30 a.m. and yeah. um, so we're just getting to know new people through zoom and yeah you know, um, it, it'll all fall in place when when it needs to be and you know God willing uh, when this is all over and uh, and we're able to step out again in fellowship we'll get to meet these people in in person so it, okay. it's, it's, it's we're having a good time with that
0: That's awesome. So it's, it's live in your living room,
1: right? Live in the living room, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: That's cool. So let me ask you then, uh, since you're preparing like sermon, what, what scriptures have been on your mind lately? What are you teaching at the moment? Well,
1: we have been in, in, yeah, we've been spending time in Genesis, um, for the most part, uh, Genesis and in Romans, um, and, and and Luke as well so we we've been tackling all the uh you know the promises of god the um uh the sin nature uh you know uh, all the all the stuff that romans go, uh, that paul goes into romans and kind of brings everything back to focus you know um um so a lot of sharing of you know here's one of the things that we shared on the last one is you know and here's what we tend to do as people, just regular people. You know, we go through some kind of tragedy or some kind of, um, kind of like what we're going through right now. Um, and then we come out of it and the churches are filled. Like the first Sunday of that, you know, that tragedy, church is filled. And then we kind of relax and start taking stuff for granted all over again. And, and it, it's just like, that's in our human nature, right? You know, God just built us out. Woo. We're good. And then, (laughs) you know, we kind of just take a back seat. And so what I was sharing with, with our uh, uh, zoom church is, you know, don't be that guy, you know, be consistent in pursuing your faith uh, in Christ, really growing in in the Lord, really uh, seeing, you know, we're so grateful right now for, the little things like the little things that like, such as getting together with each other and, and, toilet, and paper. <laughs> toilet paper, right? Cause somebody hogged it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are the little things that we, we, Oh man, we can't wait until we come out of this quarantine and we're able to like hang out. But that should be always the case that the body of Christ is continually like, you know, really love each other, really respect each other and grow together. And I think that if we don't take not, nothing else, let's take that and make it priority in our lives that when we get out of this quarantine, that we are in church, that we yeah. love the church, love each other and, and really, um, uh, you know, be, let's get on the field. Let's, let's, let's go on the field. And not, not just on the bench, and, right. and, you know, uh, waiting to be, we got called out a long time ago, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this, this, it's, it's something that's important, you know, um, uh, that we can't forget it, it's, and, and I wrote something down. I don't Maybe I'll share it. I don't know. It, it's something really cool that, uh, that gave me, a, and uh, <laughs> people make fun of me, but I, I like taking notes, uh, a journal yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: and, um, you know, I, I, this is something that I'm, I'm sharing this next, um, this next uh, uh, Wednesday uh, with the church, and, and it's uh, the church has had enough training. That's my first bullet point. The church has had enough training. Number two, the church has had enough intel. It's had enough intel. And number three, and the reason now that the church buildings are empty, it's because the church has been deployed. Man. Nice. There's yeah. going to be a, a moment where, where we got to realize, man, we sat in church already. Yeah. We've yeah. been told 20,000 sermons already.
0: <laughs>
1: How much more sermons do you need to understand that you have been deployed to go yeah. and reach the world for Jesus? Right. So that's where I'm at right now, man, and, and really training the people, even through Zoom and and, yeah, you know.
0: So, how can they find you? Like, uh, people listening might not know, you know, <clears throat> find you uh, social media. Like, if they wanted to chime in on Zoom, they need to get an invitation or something, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know like, on, like a, yeah. So, like, on, on, uh, on, I, I do a lot of stuff on Instagram. So, on okay. Instagram, yeah, you could go to my story and I usually post the uh, meeting ID and password so they could just join in.
0: So, that is. Is that Shot Collar? What is your Instagram? Uh, yes. Handle?
1: So the, the handle is uh, uh, The Shot Collar Book on Instagram.
0: The Shot Collar Book
1: on and Instagram. On Instagram. Okay. And then on Twitter, uh, I'm under uh, the, the Shot Collar BK.
0: Yeah.
1: At The Shot Collar BK. And on Facebook, I'm KCD as author. Um, and that's how you can find me. I'm there. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys, you know, and that's our so podcast, cool. man. If you haven't subscribed, this is probably, and i want to be a little biased here, probably the best podcast you'll ever listen to. <laughs> See, that's how uh, I get in trouble, Joel.
0: <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. Please do subscribe. Uh, we're on Anchor, and we've been... Uh, on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, yeah. Yeah, so uh, okay. and we're just getting going again. We've got guests coming up, and we want to grow this thing and make it a, a great place for... Folks to tune in and and hear other great stories, you know, and hear what God's doing in your life, Casey. Um, anyway, anything else you want to share uh, before we go?
1: No, you know, I'm I'm just i super thankful. Wow, did you hear that on the other side? <laughs> I'm super thankful for um uh, for you know, there's so many people that you get to meet on along the road of life, and just want to say, Joe Needler here. It's probably one of the coolest guys that I've ever gotten to meet, man. Just a really down earth guy. And, you know, my wife, uh, she's like uh, – she's the one that's actually telling me, uh, you know, uh, uh, are you guys doing anything with Joel? Like, you know <laughs> – and she's just like – she my, loves
0: – My my champion, my in-house champion.
1: Yeah, man. She she just really enjoys, uh, you know, the the combination between you and I and – and, you know, it, because we come yeah, from different, yeah. different, you know, uh, lifestyles and, I know. and, and it, that's what makes it unique. I think that's, this is why um, our listeners are really, uh, you know, I get uh, texts and emails of, Hey, where, are you guys really uh, still doing the podcast? Cause they're really wanting to, to hear from us. And, and it's so cool that God placed you in my life and we're doing this and yeah, uh, you know yeah, it's it's, fun. it's it's fun man and um yeah so subscribe if you haven't done that go on there in the shot collar podcast it's on all yeah. the uh major uh platforms now and you know tune in tell people about
0: yeah. it more to come yeah, yeah absolutely awesome. you are listening to the shot caller podcast with casey diaz and joel needler you can find us online at uh, casey diaz author on facebook Uh, The Shot Caller book on Instagram and on Twitter at the Shot Caller BK. That's at the Shot Caller BK. You can also find us at kcdiaz.net and send an email to info at kcdiaz.net. That's info at kcdiaz.net.